You've never felt more confused in your whole life. How did you wind up here with a cock that is not your husband's in your pussy and another cock in your mouth? The two cocks continue thrusting away, pressing into your holes. The raw masculinity of these two men is intoxicating. The shame and kink only make this experience all the hotter. Powerless to stop it, you give yourself over to the pleasure. You ask yourself again, how did you get here? You've been married for a while now. Your husband, David, is usually dominant and aggressive in bed. His sex drive is as high as yours is. But it's been two weeks, two weeks since you've had sex. You and David have never gone this long, except when he was away on business. And the really weird part about it is that you've been forward with him, and he's turned you down. You've never known that to happen. You wake up on Saturday morning, and it's your birthday. David's already up. You feel so horny. You get out of bed and grab one of his lightly worn shirts. You dive back into bed. Rub the shirt against your cheek, smelling his scent, reminding you of him. Your pussy moistens and you begin to touch yourself. You imagine him on top of you, his body pressed up against you, his cock inside of you, his hand around your throat. He always makes you feel protected and threatened at the same time. Like he's the only person in the world that can save you, but he's also the only person in the world that can hurt you. You put your hand around your throat and squeeze like he does so often during sex. It's just not the same. You finish your fantasy. You continue to masturbate. You've always been really good at it. And you bring yourself to orgasm. But you are not satisfied. It's your birthday today, and God damn it, you're gonna get laid. You go downstairs. David already has your two young children up, fed and dressed, and has made you breakfast. Happy birthday, he says. While you're impressed with the effort that he's gone through, you have other concerns on your mind. I hope you have something special planned for tonight. Of course, we're having dinner with my family. That's not what you were talking about. You look over to see that the kids are out of earshot. And then you give up on subtlety. You lean close to him and whisper, I want you to fuck me. David 
has a coy smile. He nods his head. Yes, of course, anything you want on your birthday, honey. There's something suspicious about what he's saying. How he's acting. It makes you wonder if you're even going to get any. Later, David drives you to a special spa day. You enjoy yourself and relax at the spa, but you're feeling so horny you want to touch yourself in the jacuzzi and while you're getting a massage. But you don't. Much. Later, David picks you up with the kids in tow and drives you to dinner at one of your favorite restaurants. His parents are already there and his sister Christine. His twin brother Jonathan is running late as usual. David's parents are nice, but very religious. They're always trying to get you to accept Jesus into your heart. They're really good with your young daughter and baby son. They've agreed to take them for the rest of the weekend. Jonathan, David's twin brother, comes in late. Jonathan is a confirmed bachelor. It reminds you so much of when David was single. But David and Jonathan are so different now. They're different in the way they talk. John is so loose and occasionally crude in the way he speaks. David is much more careful not to say things that are offensive to women. They're different in the way they dress. David usually wears the kinds of earth tones that you find attractive on him. And John wears more flashy and expensive shirts picked out by department store associates and intended to grab the attention of single women. David does have one leg up on John in the flash department and an earring. Both men are too caught up in traditional male stereotypes to ever consider getting their ears pierced. But you asked David to do it, and eventually he did for you. He's wearing a simple brushed metal earring, and you think it makes him look more masculine, not less. Dinner is excellent as always, and Jonathan is the first to leave. As he excuses himself, you realize you spent most of the dinner comparing him to your husband. You're quite pleased with how you've molded David into the kind of pro-feminist gentleman that John is not. Still, there's a pang of longing for the days when David was wild and untamed. David says he'll walk John out as he has something he wants to discuss with him. When David returns, he looks slightly disheveled and is out of breath. As the dinner continues and you continue to talk with his family... You also notice he's being so much more attentive than usual. He's just hanging on your every word. You take that as a good sign. Dinner's over, and the kids are safely in the hands of their grandparents. You and David drive home. The anticipation in you is starting to grow. You know that your long-awaited birthday sex is only a few minutes away. As David is driving, you put your hand in his lap, reaching for his cock.
to your surprise, he recoils at your touch. What the fuck is going on? Without thinking, you accuse him of cheating. You've never accused him of that before, but for a split second, the pieces seem to fit. No sex, the knowing little smirks, like he's got some kind of secret that you're not in on, being out of breath after supposedly talking to his brother, but maybe he was calling his mistress instead. And now, refusing a driver's seat handjob? David is not convincing in his response. Why would you ask that? You know that this is not a denial, even as you retract your ill-considered accusation. You didn't know it then, but this accusation that David is cheating is very ironic in light of the fucking you would later be receiving. And not just rough sex with a stranger. Intimate kissing and caressing, too. Two sets of lips kissing every inch of your body. In fact, the caress of of those two men would be one of your favorite memories for the rest of your long and happy marriage. You get home and inside the house, and you straight up demand sex. David seems reluctant, but agrees, or even nervous. What is wrong with him? Why is he not jumping at this chance? Why does he seem nervous? You get up to the bedroom, and you watch as David fumbles under the bed to find newly installed restraints. You are surprised and pleased. Perhaps this is why he's been denying me. Maybe he just wanted to make surprise bondage sex special. David approaches you tentatively and is very verbally complimentary. So beautiful, this dress just hugs your every curve. He unzips the back of your dress and slowly pulls it down. He's moving so slowly, carefully studying every inch of your body as it becomes revealed. You recall that he hasn't seen you naked in a while either. You're wearing a strapless bra and thong panties. As you step out of your dress, David rises from your ankles and again is studying you carefully. He peers around to look at the back of your legs and your butt, and then brings his face back to the front, looking briefly at your shaved pubic area, and then up to your belly button. His jaw is slack, and you can tell that he's just so impressed with your body, so in awe. 
he stands up and his gaze lingers again on your breasts he's being so courteous he takes your face in his hands and tentatively brings his lips to yours the kisses are at first gentle but quickly escalate to a full blown make out session His tongue is so hungry for you. His lips sucking on your lips. Finally, you think, this is what you've been waiting for. As he presses your body against himself, you can feel his rock-hard erection as his mouth greedily devours your mouth. He seems to be satisfied just standing here making out with you and so you gently pull the two of you towards the bed taking the hint he lays you down on the bed and cuffs your wrists 